Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this eighth day of uh, December, Thursday. I tell you, here out of Nashville, Tennessee area, it's been a long, long week. Not as bad as it was prior to me doing this program five days a week, uh, but it's a long week. We've had rain every single day day this week. I am so ready for the weekend, everybody. I uh, got a good show planned for you all tonight here on Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the country. Uh, going to talk about Brittany Griner got released. There's a lesson learned from this nobody else is talking about. I know what the talking points are, and I would know what they have been with the Brittany uh, Griner release story. I actually have a different take than everybody else uh, on that particular story. Uh, Tom Brady going to San Francisco. Going to talk about that game. Uh, also, uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Um, right off the bat, some spam comes in here. Uh, Andrew Luck. Uh, long interview. I, I finally got a... Uh, chance there, Pickles. Yeah, I just blocked that person there. Finally got a chance there to uh, uh, read over that story, what I could of that story. Got an interesting take on that as well. Got an interesting take on this thing. You'll be surprised at how successful this Eagles team has been. I don't even know if Jamie Paggs knows what I'm about to say, but I was curious. A lot of times when you see something, you think, especially something like the NFL that I follow religiously probably too much, and you're thinking to yourself, there's something more to this team than I, I've been uh, been able to get my wrap my mind around, and they need more credit than than I have been giving them over the years. And I, it was very interesting uh, the formation of this Eagles team and where they've been over the past twenty plus years as an organization, and you'll be surprised at where they rank at. But first, let's talk about this game tonight, folks. Uh, Baker Mayfield, they're saying that he may start. Uh, you know, we saw this coming. Eventually, it was going to come. One of these years under Sean McVay it was going to happen. Uh, they This team has to have a first-round pick since 2016 when McVay took over. And they will not have one next year. They will have one as of now, in air quotes. They will have a first-round pick in 2024. So they're three and nine. They currently have the tenth pick overall. This uh, Rams team: uh, no Aaron Donald, no Cooper Cup. Uh, Walford is a game-time decision. Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield is possibly going to play tonight. He's been in camp every bit of one week. Uh, I don't, the Raiders have a lot to play for. They're playing in LA. They're five and seven, three game winning streak. Very serious about winning this game now because I actually like the Raiders on the money line to win. Almost had them to cover, change my mind at the last minute because they are the Raiders. They don't have the best defensive personnel, in my opinion. Uh, to really dominate there, this Raider team. So I, I do think uh, they're going to win this game. Now, as far as the, the Rams are concerned, the Rams are experimenting. 
Uh, my thing about Sean McVay is he's looking at a guy, former number one overall picks, Baker Mayfield, and I was listening to uh, Skip and Shannon break Baker Mayfield down, and Shannon Skip Bayless had the audacity to say that he was uh, – that Mayfield – because he beat Joe Burrow, he's better than Joe Burrow. That was what he was insinuating. I was like, well, why has he been to three teams in 12 months, you know? Uh, no, I think Baker Mayfield was fortunate enough to play on a very talented Cleveland Browns team. The Browns got a huge game. Five and seven Browns, they got a big game at Cincinnati Sunday. Uh, but Mayfield, yes, he did beat Joe Burrow twice. Well, you know, he's just got twice the team. Better up front. Uh, better on the back end defensively, uh, best, much better pass. Miles Garrett, uh, now, of course, Cincinnati's got a very good, they're very good up front as well. But um, I can't wait to see that game. This is, you know, Matt Stafford was hurt last year. He was playing hurt last year. He had the elbow injury this year. He just went on IR a few weeks ago. Uh, they won their Super Bowl with him. In the back of his mind, meaning Sean McVay, and uh, that general manager up there in L.A., they're thinking to themselves, maybe we we can do something with this Mayfield guy, this young guy here, because we may actually have to possibly, possibly, I say that with the emphasis, use him and, and, and maybe Matt Stafford retires. Now, Stafford's in his mid-30s. Uh, Stafford has led the league in interceptions last year, and he was on his way this year before he got hurt to do the same thing. They have major offensive line issues. Uh, all of this, I'm saying all this is because uh, this is the reason why McVay was rumored to retire last year at less than what, 39 years old or something like that. That was why, because he knows this team, is they've got it coming. They're, they've got the downward spiral coming. Uh, Aaron Donald's in his mid-30s, okay? Uh, yeah, you got Cooper Cup, but Cooper Cup is 28 years old, okay? 28, 29 years old. Uh, it did not work out for Allen Robertson too well. Uh, Bobby Wagner, he's a linebacker, hasn't really done too much neither. Uh, this team is, they're looking to hit a wall, and they're going to hit it hard. About like this book. It just about fell off my uh, table here, but I caught it. You know what? I think it'd be better off if I do set this stuff on the floor. I just got too much gravity up here. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just think that was the reason behind that, uh, him possibly retiring. What he could have done was Sean McVay, he simply could have uh, pulled like a John Gruden or somebody like that or, or what – uh, another Sean, Sean Payton's pulling this year. You know, if you guys remember, I had uh, Mike Wessoff, former Saints special teams coach under Sean Payton. He's saying he's going to come back. He's not going to come back to the Saints. He's going to come back. He thinks he's going to come back. So uh, my thing is, it, it, it's got to be that Chargers job. It's got to be, you know. And Sean McVay saying, I'd kind of like to do – He. this was his thought last year. I'd kind of like to do TV two or three years because the Rams are going to be bad. I don't want that on my resume. I'm very young. I've won a ring already. You could put me up there with the John Madden type of guys, John Gruden, 
uh, coaches who've re- won a Super Bowl at a very young, even Tom, Mike Tomlin, very young guy. Uh, these guys are like 40 and under, winning a Super Bowl, right place, right time, right situation. But now all that capital they they gave up, eventually going to catch up with them. So he's seeing that wall here, and now he's just kind of toying with having some fun. He's got the ring in his pocket with the uh, – with the uh, Baker Mayfield, a guy desperately trying to make a name for himself, my guess is Mayfield will probably bounce around the league. He'll he'll go in a camp and compete somewhere, and he'll probably be a backup. I would advise Mayfield to maybe go to, uh, you know, Carlos throws this up all the time, maybe go to a, a Canada or something like that of that nature, or go to a um, – maybe go to an XFL – uh, someone like that. Uh, Andre says maybe he, he's a potentially a journeyman, you know, uh, possibly. Uh, uh, and Stafford has taken a beating all year. Yeah, yeah. See, their left tackle uh, wasn't really holding up. Wentworth's replacement, I think his name was Note Boone. Last name Note Boone wasn't really holding up. Then he got hurt anyways. Uh, they have big, big holes in their offensive line. They got holes in the middle of their defense. Uh, very good cornerback in Jalen Ramsey there. Donald was was flirting with retirement last year, folks. Uh, you would like to trade Donald if you could, but they're not. You know, he'll probably retire in a year or so, and he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. One of the best defensive tackles I've ever seen. One of the best defensive players I've ever seen for that nature. So that's the Rams. When you win... There's two or three. Quite frankly, I don't know if anybody in LA or even notice it. You know, uh, the the Chargers. My guess is they'll fire this Brandon Staley guy and they'll bring in a Sean Payton or somebody big. They'll go after Jim Harbaugh, I think, or Sean Payton. Sean Payton's number one. He's already in LA. Uh, Sean Payton would be number one. Maybe he'll get bring my guy Mike Westhoff in, or him go after a. Um, They'll go after a, a, a Jim Harbaugh type of guy. Justin Herbert's going to attract that kind of talent to this team. And the Rams, they'll just be kind of the Rams, you know. I mean, this team, they got a really good base. This 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 team, this city, the late, uh, the, the um, L.A., they've, they've got the Dodgers, who are just got an all-star team. Uh, the Clippers are way better than we would normally expect them to be. The Lakers are constant drama, although they've been playing better lately. There's two um, two stories I totally forgot to get to today. I got caught up in everything else with football stuff. I didn't get a chance, but I will say this. I am aware of the Bruce Allen testimony with uh, Congress and other NFL news and notes. I just didn't get enough information to build up a solid foundation I did read about something to do with an NFL executive uh, with him being urged to uh, an NFL executive uh, urging someone within the league. I want to say I want to say it was him within the league to put out those John Gruden emails. So it looks like Gruden is going to get I would just want to be a fly on the wall and I want to see the kind of lawsuit that John Gruden has, and he's going to win big time against the NFL because you think about all these thousands of uh, during this uh, judiciary uh, thing with, with Congress or whatever you want to call it, 
this is he said this under oath, and I'm thinking to myself, man, he had, John Gruden. He was in the middle of a $100 million contract. I think he was on like four years into that, okay, four years into that, which means they owe him $60 million plus future earnings. I mean, he's going to make a lot of money from that lawsuit, but just thinking out loud because the guy's probably blackballed. He's not going to be able to get into uh, the NFL like those other two coaches. I thought Gruden was kind of getting his footing uh, just last year, he was getting his footing. Then all that happened. And then you had the stuff with Henry Ruggs with the Raiders. Uh, you know, one thing after another it was a miracle that Mr. Basaccia, uh, the interim coach, got the Raiders in the playoffs, you know. But plus the Raiders are another former L.A. team going back to the rounds there, folks. So uh, L.A. will be fine. They got two basketball teams. They, they got basically two baseball teams. Anaheim's not too far away. Uh, USC's got Lincoln Riley now. I mean, considering the fact that, that the Trojans were 4-8 and eight last year, they were 11-2 this year. So, L.A., you're going to be okay. I'm never feeling sorry for L.A., you know? And I'll tell you what, uh, Andre, if you've got the um, – or, or Pickles or Andre, either one – I think it's on HBO. Uh, yeah, yeah, that Shaq documentary is really good. It's a docu-series about Shaquille O'Neal and his play growing up and going to the NBA. That is really good. Speaking of L.A., right? Speaking of that city. Okay, there's another big game on this weekend. Switching gears. You know what? I'll be back in a minute, 19. I always, almost always forget to do that break, and I'm not going to forget today. I'll get back. I'll get to your questions. We'll move on to the next topic. Stand by, folks. Hello, SportsScope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and, and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash out. The cash tag is sports scope again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app SportsScope at gmail.com. Uh, sports scope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sports scope spelled the same way again at gmail.com. Thank you, and enjoy the program. Hey, before I move on, Andre says, Mayfield ain't nowhere near Burrow's skill set-wise. Yeah, yeah, Burrow can throw you open. Mayfield uh, throws once you're already open. And uh, like my dad will say, he's he's a day late and a dollar short. Uh, journeyman and Rams won't win another Super Bowl for 20 years. Possibly, possibly. Uh, Peyton... 
uh, Bruce Allen leaked the, the Gruden info to it. Yeah, someone, he's saying someone told him to do it, advising something that, either way, when you say that under oath, I mean, there is no telling how much money that Gruden's going to get from the NFL. And uh, Andre says, uh, saw him at Vandy. He is a beast. I'm not sure who that may be. It wouldn't Baker Mayfield. Sports. Okay. Now, big game up on Sunday, the 500. Uh, that's a big deal for them now. They're leading their division, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're 500. Now, they're playing at this 49er team. Now, let me tell you this. Trent Williams said that this Brock Purdy guy, uh, this rookie from um, this playing now with the with the 49ers, he says this guy seems like a 10-year veteran. He he says he's very relaxed back there. You you don't get a guy like Trent Williams saying that. He is their left tackle. Uh, he's the highest paid and probably the best left tackle in all of football. Uh, he wouldn't say nothing. He's not that type. He's not a rah-rah cheerleader type of guy. But to hear him say that, I'm, I'm hearing uh, phrases like gamer and all this stuff. And mind you, we just talked about Baker Mayfield, right? The talk earlier this week was the San Francisco 49ers. Would they pick up Baker Mayfield? Garoppolo's going to be out. He's going to be on the IR. Possibly could come back by the divisional game. Uh, Shanahan is somewhat optimistic, but not really. That's the vibe that I get from that situation. Uh, But the fact that the only team that made a claim on Baker Mayfield was the L.A. Rams tells me that they uh, are confident that this guy could get the job done, this Brock Purdy guy. With all these defensive players, with that offensive line, with Christian McCaffrey, uh, that's interesting. That is really interesting. I, I, I didn't realize, going back to last week, I didn't realize that Jimmy Garoppolo got knocked out early in that game. And they were down early. Remember the Trent Sherfield bomb? The Trent Sherfield Bob. So they were down early. This guy comes in. Now he is a rookie. And no rookies ever made it to the Super Bowl. You know, I went back and forth with Jim Jeffcoat on this. I said, Jim, uh, uh, Dan Marino was in his second year. He was in his second year. 84, 85, 83, 84. The Raiders upset the then Washington Redskins. Uh, a lot of second-year players have went to the Super Bowl. That being said, there's still optimism that Garoppolo could come back at some point. All right? Now, going back to Tom Brady. Yes, uh, Tom Brady will be a free agent this year. He is from the Bay Area. Uh, could you say there's some resentfulness there because they didn't go after him when he was a free agent originally before he went to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yes, that is true. Now, mind you, in 2019, they just went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, who was only, uh, what was he, a throw away? A, 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 a deep throw away from winning that thing? 
they had Kansas City down most of the game. I did pick Kansas City to win that game. I didn't think they could hold the Chiefs down, you know. But the fact that he's from that area, you look at this roster right here. Now, he'll be 40. He'll be 46. Now, this is crazy talk, but I'm just telling you the vibe I'm getting from Tom Brady is that he is not going to retire at the end of the year. I mean, his marriage is already over with. He might as well stay in the game and get his head right. Uh, that will be his sanctuary to help him get over this painful divorce, you know, that it's actually final. But if you're looking at the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo, they, they owe him nothing after this. He's a total free agent, by the way, after this season. Garoppolo will be a total free agent. The team is still wishy-washy on Trey Lance. There were uh, rumors that they maybe they'll stand Garoppolo for a team-friendly contract a few more years before he hurt his foot, you know? And... So you, you, he's still on the rookie contract. They just re-upped uh, Debo Samuel. I just mentioned Trent Williams. He's under contract a few more years. Best left tackle in football. Christian McCaffrey, he's a $12 million cap hit, but he'll be under contract as well. You look at Brandon Ayuk. You look the rest of that offensive line. The only free agents this team ha would, would have to really take care of would be Jimmy Ward and Emmanuel Mosley. I think they'll try to find a way to get McClutchkey back at right tackle. I don't think that'll be a major issue. They may lose these cornerbacks, Ward and Mosley. Ward may be a safety. Either way, two defensive backs there. My thing is, uh, I made a note to myself in Tampa in 2020, uh, they had one of the worst secondaries in football, but – but like this team, uh, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, these are uh, Jonathan, was it Javon Kinlaw? These are ballers on the inside on that defensive line. Warner's supposedly the best linebacker in football right now. That front seven is good, maybe better than that Tampa front seven. They can still get beat on the back end like that Tampa team could. When, when Tom Brady won the Super Bowl there. Now, he's 46 years old. Uh, he followed. He was at the game when Montana hit Dwight Clark to go to the Super Bowl. He was at that game. Okay? Now, and uh, did I mention he's got George Kittle? Uh, with George Kittle there, that is Grant 2.0. Okay. Wes Welker. Wes Welker. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is Wes Welker on steroids because he can run the ball and he can catch it on the outside. He would have a career year under Tom Brady, okay? Uh, the defense is there. The offense is there. The coaching's there. The running game may be there. This may be a more talented player-for-player player offense because this running game's probably better than the running game he had with Leonard Fournette and that cast back in 2020 with he won the Super Bowl with in Tampa. So it this this weekend, this weekend could be an audition for the team. And Brady's going to get some throws off. Now, I know people say, well, this is this defense, is this and that, and this fourth quarter. Well, the Chiefs put 44 on them, okay? Uh, he's going to hit some deep shots uh, Sunday in this game. I'm interested to see where it goes. But um, he's going to hit some deep shots. 
I think that maybe, maybe as a free agent, maybe he works out something with the 49ers. You know, uh, I'm, he may stay stay in Tampa. That doesn't mean, you know, his family lives out in the Bay Area. Uh, get a condo or something out there. Uh, play the season. I mean, he's a football junkie. Uh, he, he's just a different bleeping animal, man. There's no other way to describe Tom Brady. And I think this weekend, this weekend with no offensive line, I doubt if Chris. Uh, and and I'll, I'll give a prediction. I will. This is this is one of the games that I'm going to send to Matt New Yorker tomorrow. We'll break this game down. Uh, but Thurston Worst might not be there. Now, of course, Nick Bosa may knock him silly and make him retire, but I doubt it. Brady's quick release. He's got he's got uh, Leonard Fournette back. But if you put Brady with that roster, uh, maybe, you know, and, and I made some notes to myself. I know he'll be 46. Uh, he can work with a guy like Trey Lance. And if it's me, if it's me with Brady, with his age, I know he hits a wall. After Thanksgiving every year, um, maybe a few weeks before, depending on where the bye week is, he hits a wall there. Maybe you put some packages in or for for a Trey Lance around that offense to help Brady out to, to lessen his pass attempts. You've got that good zone block and running scheme. I think it would be a really good fit for him to go back there. If the guy wants to play, again, I think he should walk away. He has nothing to prove. Uh, go fill that void somewhere else in your life. You could do a lot of good. But the thing about it is, hey, he don't want to. He wants to get out there and play. He still can play. I was very impressed with what he did Monday night. I was for sure they were going to beat him. They had him beat, what, five minutes and 43 seconds to go. He's down by two touchdowns. He comes back after out being played by three and three and a half quarters. And then uh, the end of the fourth quarter, they get two touchdowns to win. Except to 16. Andre says he's the greatest ever to play first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. That operate um, automatic uh, can operate on automatic versus Tampa and win. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I'm leaning towards taking the 49ers because they are coming e uh, coming to the West Coast on a late Monday night game, playing on a short week, playing on the road. But Brock Purdy, uh, being a rookie, it seems like that he is taking on to this offense really well. But I'm thinking that, you know, think about it from this standpoint too, guys, that Cal Shanahan, you know, ownership may get grow frustrated with him. You know, they may grow frustrated with him and, and all this money they spent uh, and, and him and um, – him and John Lynch were both wildly, wildly uh, high on Trey Lance. And Lance is just slow to develop, man. He's just he, – he wasn't doing that well before he got hurt. I thought the best thing to happen to him for he's got hurt, you know. He, he's got some some really big mechanical problems, and he's in year two. You That's usually the year where you take the big step. And I just don't – I think they're having some major doubts about Trey Lance. I think Brady can see that. Brady sees an opportunity. He's going to step in. Uh, I'm curious to see. It's, it's the only team that I can see him going to that is totally perfect situation to get into the Super Bowl. Other than that, and maybe Washington. Nobody likes Washington but me. I don't like the owner. I know he's nuts. 
and they are a mess right now. They got a defensive-minded head coach, but, man, they got some pieces at wide receiver. They got a better-than-average offense. They've got two. They're just a quarterback away, too, but not as good as this 49er team is really good. I mean, they are really good. It's a hometown. This would be like a dream for Brady to come in where it all began and then where it all ended um, in San Francisco. I left my heart in San Francisco, right? Okay. Other news broke today, folks. Uh, Pickle says John Lynch. Uh, John Lynch is all in on winning the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Yeah, and if they don't do it this year, you still have Christian McCaffrey. You still have him on contract next year. And by the way, here's another uh, little nickel uh, a tidbit for everybody. The The 49ers will have the Raiders already up 7 nothing. Josh Jacobs touchdown. Man, I wish I would have took him for any time touchdown. Just didn't have the nerve. Okay, now uh, the 49ers have cap room next year. They have about six, seven million dollars in cap room. You can adjust that. The Tampa Bay Bucks are like negative 40 in cap. They're going to be over the cap by 40 something million dollars. For all that stuff counts. All that counts. And, and going back two years ago, I said, when I saw that article in the New York Post, people laughed at me. But I said, you know something? This person did mention the Tampa Bay Bucks. They got the cap space. They got the receivers. They got the young defense. They've got the head coach. They've got the defensive coordinator. Maybe it works out in Tampa. And sure enough, it, it came out. The rest is history. Tampa Bay made it to the Super Bowl. So this kind of seems like that situation, folks. Okay. Going east. Let's go to Atlanta. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Riddler will start next week. It was reported today. I guess they're trying to, they're working him out now. Uh, the third round pick out of Cincinnati, by the way. Another guy played for Luke Fickle, the, the Cincinnati Bearcats coach, who's now Wisconsin's coach. Uh, he will play after the bye week. He's got four games. They will play uh, the Saints next week. Now they're five and eight as well. Uh, I'll say this. Part of me thinks that Atlanta was tanking because why would you wait till you're five and eight to realize that Marcus Mariota is not your guy? You know, Arthur Smith has come here from Nashville. Uh, he's worked a few years with uh, with, with Marcus Mariota. Uh, I think he just wanted to get a guy he was familiar with. He was wanting to get a guy that he was familiar with and an offense, uh, so he wouldn't have to, uh, you know, add too many different things, elements, per se, to it. Uh, Marcus Mariota, as, as far as the national, uh, other quarterbacks in the National Football League, he's anywhere from 14th to 22nd, uh, consistently inconsistent. That's all he was when he's not being consistently inconsistent. You're getting him checked out for another injury. He's a nice guy. He's just not a starting quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. Now, Desmond Ritter had a not a good combine, but a great combine. Uh, Desmond Ritter runs a 
He was on an undefeated regular season Cincinnati team. Uh, his thing is he don't have a strong arm. Uh, some of the comparables were to a guy like Alex Smith. He compared himself, not me. He could, but he kind of looks like an uh, like a Ryan Tannehill type of guy with his running ability. And I'm thinking, man, you run a four five, you can run the heck out of some read option with the Desmond Ritter. And I'm thinking, why put him in now? You should have put him in a month ago. But my thing is, they're 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 just now. Next year, or another team, they have all that god-awful Matt Ryan money fall off the, 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 the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons, folks, they will have $66 million in cap space, second only to the Bears. You know, I'm not a big air quote Bears fan, but I'll say this. The Bears are going to be the most interesting team to follow in uh, – uh, free agency next year because uh, they got $113 million in cap space. That's why I think maybe they should have re-signed Roquan Smith. They could have squeezed him in there somewhere. Guy's a well of a player. Going back to Atlanta. So the Atlanta will be second. They'll be behind them at 66. No more Matt Ryan contract. Uh, Drake London's a good receiver. I like him. That The, the rookie out of uh, USC, he's a solid guy. Cal Pitts is hurt, but he'll be still on his rookie contract. Uh, they've got some pieces on their offensive line. Uh, they've got one or two, uh, was it Grady Jarrett, I think, some pieces on the defensive line. They're missing about five or six pieces there. Uh, they're missing uh, a few pieces on the offensive line. That being said, $66 million in cap space. They're sitting on the 10th pick. In this next four games, what are you going to get out of Desmond Ritter? And my thing is, they probably know what they got. They just want to get a better draft pick. So, Ritter could possibly, possibly be the best player in that draft. Now, of course, we haven't. Uh, the team they lost to was Kenny Pickett. He was the what was he seventeenth overall pick by Pittsburgh, by Pittsburgh in last year's draft. But Ritter may be the set because he he throws a much better ball than Malik. He's not as quick as Malik Willis. But, man, all right, he runs four five. Wow. I mean, that is really good. And you're putting him with an Arthur Smith uh, with, with the Cal Pitts there. London, they, they got a gym in London. Drake London's a gym, man. He really is. Uh, uh, we'll have to see the way Ritter uh, – we're going to find out. They got a bye this week. They'll be back against the Saints. We'll see how Ritter plays out. Again, uh, Jim Jeffco told me this. This guy had the best camp. He had the best combine. And he was also a third-round pick like a um, Malik Willis. I think he was just picked ahead. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was just picked ahead of Malik Willis. And now, remember, the only game I really see him play in was the playoff game against Alabama players. You know, let's see how he is against equal NFL competition uh, a lot of people complained that uh, a big knock on Josh Allen was he didn't do good uh, when Wyoming played uh, the big teams. Well, Josh Allen became Josh Allen, right? So Ritter could be a player. Uh, I, you could probably run uh, with the, the fact that he runs a 4-5. You may be able to do a Jalen Hurts type of offense around him. Uh, Arthur Smith is very clever. 
He's a very clever play caller and designer. He loves some of that with Tennessee's uh, play caller designer. Now, they just didn't have the personnel, really, to execute that. So I'm curious to see what this is looked at and how um, how they are going to let this all play out in my opinion. Uh, Cincinnati had a better defense. Yeah, yeah, their defense was really good. They had Sauce Gardner, Carlos. Sauce Gardner, 49ers. Uh, 49ers done Ritter's not is not going for enough. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I, we'll, we'll see. I, I think I think that they were wanting to bring him in midseason. But my thing is, wink, wink. You can't say it. You don't want to get in trouble like Miami did or even be accused of tanking. The legal frown upon that. But. They wanted to make sure and keep Mariota in to get him a really good pick. That's my that's my guess. Could be wrong. Been wrong before. Uh, very winnable division because I think Brady will be gone next year. He'll probably retire, take that 49ers job. And Ritter may be the best quarterback in the division. And that's not saying much. Because Arthur Smith, you know, he might start to think about his job status, even though the other author, Arthur Blank, knows – that most of this job was cleaning up the Matt Ryan mess in that contract. They've got a new general manager. They've got a new head coach. Next year is going to be year three. Arthur Blank is going to expect this team to make a playoff run next year with Atlanta. He's going to expect them to make a playoff. Playoffs, yes. Uh, Jim Moore Sr., former coach there of the um, – former coach there uh, of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Okay, Von Miller is injured, okay? Von Miller got injury. What does that mean? Well, I mentioned this yesterday. He got a torn ACL. They found out that was torn. They gave him a lot of money. I told you all that they had to overpay. Why did they have to overpay? Because they had seven feet of snow last week or a month, about, about a month ago. People don't want to live in Buffalo. So they had to overpay for Von Miller. Now Von Miller's done for the season. I went on FanDuel. I checked on FanDuel. Buffalo's still the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they were a player two away, in my opinion. Well, not my opinion. I mean, you guys saw the game. You saw the divisional game with, with, with Kansas City. You know? Uh, Tredavious White was out last year. White's back. He's being worked into the system. That that's a uh, all star level corner there, uh, all pro level cornerback there. So you look at Von Miller. You still got guys like Rossanu at, at that pass rush. Uh, you got a really good defensive tackle, Ella Oliver, I think is his name. Either way, that being said, that being said. They're averaging between 90 and 120 yards rushing per running back the last five games. That's really what they need. Keep these guys involved. Keep that defense off the field. They still have a clean shot to get there and win it. But I'll say this, Carlos. Uh, now, mind you, they're still the number one seed. They 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 have beat Kansas City head-to-head 24-20 to in Kansas City. You got to give them credit there, but here's the key game. This could very well 
be the game, uh, the winner of this game on January the 2nd. Keep that in mind. Just after New Year's, I want to say that's on a Monday night football game, Buffalo will be playing at Cincinnati. Depending on who's the healthiest, I'll probably pick Buffalo to win that game. The winner of that game, in my opinion, will probably be in the Super Bowl. They both have already beat Kansas City this year. Now, um, uh, Cincinnati's getting healthy at the right time. They got a big game on Sunday, the big mental block game, okay? Uh, Joe Burrows lost four straight times to the Cleveland Browns. I don't think he's ever beat Cleveland. Either way, okay, Joe Burrows lost. They play again on Sunday. Um, Buffalo, they've got uh, the Jets at home on Sunday, and I think they're going to take care of the Jets. I think they kind of got hit blindsided, uh, got a little bit out of sorts, had a lot of injuries, lost that really close, heartbreaking game to Minnesota. Week before that, a heartbreaker to the New York Jets. Then they had the blizzard, right? They had to go fly to Detroit, stay in Detroit, play the Thanksgiving game in Detroit, and then eventually, um, I don't know who the heck they played last week. They played somebody, won again last week. Long story short, uh, well, they, that's right. They played on a Thursday. Their, their body clocks are way off, but you got to give Buffalo some credit, man. These guys – have so they, they do the uh they're snowed out of their own home so they go to detroit at the last minute on like a saturday right so they go to detroit on a saturday they play the game on a, a good a physical very physical cleveland team so they beat cleveland stay in detroit uh four more days check us out stay in detroit thanksgiving play uh that home team they're still away from home and then seven days later, seven days later, on a Thursday, last Thursday, right, they beat, uh, in New England, they beat the Patriots. So their body clocks are way off. So now they're just getting back to Sunday to Sunday, right? These players are big at keeping regiments, routines, body clocks, daily clocks. And and uh, who was it? Tony Dungy says, you guys got to be prepared. He was he's talking about this when he took over for Tampa to have things that not go in your favor. So he started messing up everything with the routine of his uh team, the Tampa Bay Bucks in 95 when he took over to get them used to not things going their way so they can learn to adjust and adapt and overcome in that particular way. And I like the tests that the Bills have been through uh leading up to this point. They keep that running game going. I don't think there's still anybody that can beat them. That's just my opinion. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. And go Again, let's fast forward a few weeks. Cincinnati's got one of the hardest schedules in the league to finish up this season. They could run the table. They're very good. They could run the table. I doubt it, but they could. Uh, but the winner of that game will be in the Super Bowl representing the AFC. I know that Kansas City, I don't think both of these teams are going to be that injured come playoff time. One of those teams, Buffalo, that winner of that game will be in the AFC Super Bowl side. Of course, I picked Buffalo. 
because Cincinnati, they went there and lost last year. History says it won't happen. Records and history, all that stuff are made to be broken. Uh, I said all that just to say because Von Miller's hurt. There's been a lot of doubt about Buffalo's uh, success. Uh, and and yeah, I do think they'll win Sunday against the Jets, you know. But, okay. Uh, Brady is like Freddy Krueger. He just won't finally benched again. Uh, yeah, Brady's like Freddy Krueger. just won't die. Uh, Mariota. Carlos says Mariota needs a coordinator to help his abilities. Inconsistent comes from junkie run and shoot offense in Oregon. Uh, no, Mariota is who he is. That's that's what Mariota is. In my opinion, I disagree with all that. Okay, other other news here. I'm trying to see where I should go at here. Okay, talked about this the other day. Teased this on Monday, I think. The Eagles. The Eagles win. The Eagles win Sunday. And let's go back to one week ago today. And I wasn't kissing up to my guest. I was just telling the truth that I like exactly what the Eagles have done in the offseason. I like all the moves they made leading up to yeah, uh, Sunday's game where they got the crap, where they beat the crap out of the Tennessee Titans. The Titans fired their general manager. Uh, Tennessee, a team in first place in their division, uh, fired their general manager and whatnot. I think Jalen Hurts is, is, is the odds-on favorite, should be, to win league MVP. We still got five more games to go. Let's see how they finish, folks. So I went back and looked and see. I got thinking, you know what? This team seems to be better than we've all gave them credit for because they really haven't had a great quarterback. Uh, we've seen what Donovan McNabb done in Minnesota and Washington, okay? McNabb was not really that talented a player. But we found out later that Andy Reid can win with Alex Smith. Andy Reid can win with um, God. Who else did he win with? We all we obviously Patrick Mahomes, but he had another guy and I can't remember his name. He used to be the quarterback there for the uh, 49ers. Either way, so he he gets to the playoffs with that guy. He gets to the playoffs with McNabb. This guy's just a quarterback whisperer, Alex Smith, you name it. And so I went back at, uh, and looked at, now Pickles, I was trying to think of the guy who used to be the 49ers quarterback that Terrell Owens was trying to say that he's gay and the guy got really offended by it and denied it and all that. But that's Owens for you. That's Owens. I mean, he, he's always out to pick a fight. Anywho, that means no never mind. So Jeffrey Lorry. The micromanaging owner that I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like anybody to ask me to read him over the plays and everything after the game. I said, listen, sir, why don't you go ahead and just take over the team, all right? But uh, this, I did a little research. Now, he bought this team in 94. He hasn't had this team very long. And you look at what he's done in the 90s, the late 90s, with getting – Andy Reid, getting uh, McNabb, and this young 
guy takes a low, low job on the totem pole, practically an intern, and 2000 was Howie Roseman uh, six years later. Uh, Roseman became their general manager in 2010, right? The Eagles, guess what, guys? Since 2000, the Eagles are sixth, sixth in winning games since 2000. They are sixth in all of the NFL. And you know who's ahead of them? Uh, The Colts, who had two uh, potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks, one definitely with with, uh, uh, Peyton Manning, and uh, Andrew Luck, uh, the Steelers, who will have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger, okay, the Patriots, Hall of Fame quarterback, Green Bay, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and Baltimore. So Baltimore and the Eagles, they're winning, Jeff Garcia. Thank you, Pickles. Yeah, that was what it was, Andre said. Jeff Garcia, that's who that was. Yeah. So he wins with Jeff Jeff Garcia. But so the Eagles have won. They're sixth without really a guy like McNabb is not that talented a quarterback. He used to throw the ball in the he used to short hop footballs. I've seen him in person. He's not that good. And but you look at this team has been the two Super Bowls. They won one. Okay. They're sixth only behind teams of not named Baltimore, with Hall of Fame quarterbacks in the past 22 years. They're doing something right up there. They're doing – the Eagles – it's really hard to win a Super Bowl without that franchise quarterback. But you can do a lot with a defensive line and an offensive line, and that's two things they've had. And like Jamie, uh, Jamie Pagg said – on Sunday, Jim Johnson's one of the best defensive coordinators. He's one of my favorite all time. The the late Jim Johnson, uh, the former defensive coordinator. Uh, Brian Dawkins, you think about guys like that. Bobby Taylor, cornerback, you know. Um, they're a team. They were always in it. They, they, they've had more success in this millennium than Dallas has, you know. They have, they've won one, they've been to one. They're in it every year. They're in it practically every freaking year. And they haven't had this general manager ownership duo uh, only for about 20, 20 something years. But the last few years, they're, they're a big favorite to go this year to the Super Bowl. They won it with Nick Foles. Nick Foles, guys. They had quarterbacks like Carson Wentz, Nick Foles. Donovan McNabb, Jeff Garcia. That was a very short time, you know. But those are the quarterbacks. Have they made some mistakes? Yeah. Everybody wanted Chip Kelly at one time, the former Oregon coach. But you just got to give credit where it's due. And it's hard. A franchise quarterback's a crapshoot. You know, any people could say what they want. It, 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 it is a crap shoot. You just don't know how these guys uh, deal with pressure. And you don't know how deep and uh, their desire is to win football games. Okay? Uh, speaking of football, okay. 
Andrew Luck. It's a story in Andrew Luck and ESPN. Let me take a swig of water. I've been talking a lot. Pickle says they're not unbeatable. Of course not. I would probably take Buffalo over them. I forgot about Michael Vick. Yeah, so Michael Vick gets out of prison. Nobody wants Vick. They bring in Michael Vick, past his prime, out of prison, and they get to the playoffs with Michael Vick. You know? And uh, Pickle said, yeah, the Eagles, I, I, th- I think uh, a healthy Cincinnati team can beat them. I think uh, Dallas with the right game plan can beat them. I think the 49ers, although a long shot without uh, Garoppolo, but the time technically the time they would meet, the time they would meet, uh, if the 49ers play somewhat uh, decent football, uh, I, I, I think the 49ers could potentially beat them if they have Garoppolo back. As a matter of fact, I was going to pick the 49ers. My preseason was 49ers Buffalo. So anyways – so Andrew Luck, there was a long story write up in ESPN. Now, of course, you had to have that ESPN uh, Plus, which I don't have it right now, uh, about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck says he he regrets the way he left the Colts and all this yada yada yada. Now he's going to be thirty four next year. Uh, the guy point blank asked, "Do you want to come back to football?" And Luck replies, I, I do not want to come back as a quarterback, but I do want to come back holding a clipboard. He mentioned something about a soccer game with his daughter. Juices get flowing again. And he now he is enrolled to go back to Stanford for his graduate degree. Remember, he stayed four years and graduated, kind of like a Peyton Manning, like a Peyton Manning right? And Eli. So he's wanting to get into coaching. He's wanting to get into coaching, and he's only 34. Now, here's something that's interesting with this. Uh, Jason Garrett is a front runner, a finalist, to get that, the former offensive coordinator for the Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, He may be a good fit there at Stanford. I'm just wondering if he may take that like a grad assistant job and work with a another former quarterback, a Jason Garrett, and see how that works out. Now, he'll be 34. He's still got a lot left in the tank, probably physically. You know, uh, the highest-rated uh, quarterback, and he lived up to it since John Elway. Here's another nugget for you folks. In March, Andrew Luck, his uh, 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 obligation to the Colts ran out. They they don't own his rights anymore. His contract ran out. He would technically be in a free agent back in March. Talk about a free agent, right? Um, now those rights have ran out. They can't do anything. They can't they can't uh, franchise him or nothing like that. Now he's supposedly going to go back. He's got he's already got admitted. Uh, he, he he's going to go back to Stanford. He's going to get his graduate degree. Maybe he works with a Jason Garrett at a Stanford. And the fact that he's wanting to go back and get his graduate degree, the fact that he did graduate tells me that he's not trying to uh, cut corners because he was a all pro level quarterback and had one of the highest grades. 
I think he'd be a good coach. I really do think he would be a good coach because he's shown me that he is patient. He stayed four years in school. He's wanting to go back and get the graduate degree. Uh, I'm curious how he would work out, but with a guy with that kind of work ethic, remember, mind you, somebody like Andrew, he's probably been playing football. He's originally from Texas. He's probably been playing football since he was eight or nine years old. So I could see where the burnout would happen. All the major surgeries he's had in uh, since being the Colts, and and quite frankly, we see how bad of an organization they are. You know, uh, so we'll see where that plays out. That was an interesting article. I was hoping he was going to come back because I was thinking, if I'm the 49ers, this guy played at Stanford. You know, yeah. If I'm a if I'm another team that's on the playoff hunt. I recruit the heck out. If I'm Tennessee Titans, I recruit this guy. If I'm anybody uh, that, that, that has got a hint of trying to win a Super Bowl, I recruit him. But I don't think he wants to come back and air quote play anymore from what I'm reading into this article that came out on Monday about Andrew Luck, folks. I don't know if anybody else has anything to say about that like Forrest Gump would say okay last but not least we're 57 minutes in Brittany Griner got released I mean that you know I understand what happened behind it I don't like the fact that they gave up this arm what was this arms dealer's name or something like that it was a bad trade you know uh Prison for some kind of convicted arms dealer, Vic Poor Bout. Uh, and, and they didn't get this, they did not get this Paul uh Wayland back, and I understand all that. And, and and everybody else has got that take and everything. Here's my take on this: my take on her being arrested for vape cartridges in February, right when that war was just getting amped up in the Ukraine thing and getting nine years for that, you know? And supposedly this Marines, they said he was getting, he was being held for espionage. He's been in there almost four years. My thing is, uh, the lesson learned here, and, and, and I used to work security, Shannon Freeman, Andre, Big guy, six foot eight, worked security with me downtown. He played semi-pro ball overseas. He says the problem with it is, and not as you're in a somewhat of a unfamiliar territory, we didn't know the owners were going to pay us half the time, you know? Not to mention the fact that why would anybody from the United States, and I understand you want the money, you want to keep the dream alive. They pay the women a million dollars a year versus two fifty. Why go over there in this environment? I mean, there is no civil rights. There's no constitution. And these countries like China and Russia and some of these other Middle Eastern countries, it's whatever side of the bed the person in power wakes up on is whether you got any kind of rights or not over there. You know, and if I'm a, if I'm a coach, if I'm a, a, an agent, if I'm anything like that, if that's my son, I'll say, listen, man, we, we I, it's just not worth the money. 
For one thing, they might not pay you. For another thing, uh, we may be in a conflict or you may be in a conflict and you may be a trade piece. You know, whether you have bait cartridges or not, she says she did. But, you know, that's just the way that's just an excuse. That's an excuse. You know, this was very barbaric. It was the principle of it. Uh, I just wouldn't go over there. And play. It's just not worth it. You just do not know what uh, these people are going to do. You just don't know it. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on with the with these countries over here. Uh, that's the lesson learned. If I'm her, I'm telling anybody and everybody, I wouldn't go back over there. I, I just the even after this war blows over, uh, it, it may be after all of our lifetimes before China and a Russia get a regular uh, democratic type of government where they've actually got you. You know the laws. Even if you will go over there and you're on your best behavior, you walk on eggshells. Again, nobody really knows what underlying uh, conflict that these countries have with our country. Uh, you know, they, they put their officials, they scan the airports, they look at the passports. Let's grab this American. Let's grab that American. Uh, they're with this big company. Now, you know, if I was over there with the U.S. government, possibly I may try that. If I was over there with the Olympic team, possibly I would probably do that. But just going over there playing for some league and just living over there for a little while, I know things could be quiet for a couple months, a few years, and then all of a sudden, boom, some tragic something happens and you get arrested for some kind of 50-cent nonsense, and it's really for some other reason, something to do with, with, with uh, some kind of political stuff. I remember watching – uh, Dennis Rodman go to uh, he went over to uh, North Korea. This was 10, 11 years ago with some NBA players. And man, he was drinking. I mean, I'm not, you know, like I said, I, you could see in the documentary he's drinking on camera. It's not me calling him drunk or nothing. You could see him drinking and stuff. And and the look on those other NBA players face, they looked like they saw a ghost. They were scared to death. Grown men, uh, Andre. Your age, scared to death over there because you have no rights over there. Yes, we're a big, powerful country. She's been over there nine months, man. She could have got sick. Uh, this other guy's still over there. This Marine, he's still over there, you know? Uh, and Rodman, I mean, yeah, yeah, Pickle says Rodman's an idiot. And because he figured because he, he was cool with the with the dictator, that he can go over there and just show his rear end. Those play, and, and I'm sure none of those players – ever went anywhere with Robin after that. So that's my lesson. That's my lesson learned. Don't think about the money. Think about all the what can happen going to places like that. Uh, again, if I'm her agent, uh, coach, manager, college coach, she should have been way out of that country before the first of the year. She should not have been over there. And uh, maybe it'll come out one day that they target her, but Either way, I mean, we're glad we take got it taken care of. Hopefully, we get the Marine back. But, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. I understand, you know, people want to make money. You want to be ambitious. You want to take a chance. I get that. But some of these countries, I've talked to guys playing semi-pro. Not only is it the law enforcement, the crooked cops you got to worry about, it's also getting paid. You don't know. It's about currency. You know, we don't know how good we got it over here until we go over there and some of these other countries. 
So if you guys like the show, share the show. Hopefully, Carlos will be back tomorrow with Mad New Yorker. We'll go over some of these games, including Tampa and the 49ers, legend versus rookie. You know, Tom Brady's old enough to be Brock Purdy's dad, you know? Anyways, thanks, guys. Uh, Andre said he was a drunk. Rodman is an idiot. She was lucky she's not sent to Siberia. It's pretty cold out there. Islamic law is not worth your freedom. Yeah, and the pickle says, yeah, you throw in those Middle Eastern countries, guys. I mean, she was a pawn bargaining chip. Yeah, well, she's six foot eight. That's what I said when this happened to Andre back in February. She stands out like a sore thumb. If if they wouldn't have found cartridges on her, they would have said, hey, she's over here spying. I'm a basketball. Yeah, sure. We saw the sunglasses. You're up to no good. You're spying. We're holding you. It's your word versus ours. What are you going to do? So, anyways, thanks, guys. Have a good day. I will have a good night. I will see you tomorrow, same place, same time, here on Sports Scope.